From the mean streets of Essex, England, broadcasting around the world, this is WhatCast. Hello, this is WhatCast. I am Matt. You will know by now if you are a listener to this show. Right, today uh, I'm going to be quickly talking, well, not even going to be talking about, I'm going to be playing you a little clip from this weekend's Patreon special, all about the Yorkshire Ripper uh, and Jimmy Savile potential connections between the Yorkshire Ripper and Jimmy Savile. Um, we explore them in the Patreon show, patreon.com slash whatcast. We have a K, uh, about an hour and a half show we do on this, right? A bit deeper than you might think. Uh, got a, uh, about a six or seven minute clip to play for you today on the little video screen here. Hello, Michelle. And um, we've got a couple of funny stories as well. Couple of funny stories of the week uh, involving some animals. Got a bit of Gary, uh, hopefully. Hello, Charlie. And uh, yeah, that's all really. It's not going to be a particularly long show today, but I just wanted to get into it. I'm going to get straight to the clip, actually, uh, which I've added the wrong thing to the bottom of my screen here. So let me just uh, just bear with me a second. This is going to be a clip from Sunday's show. Myself and Conspiracy Lee talking about uh hello Azra and uh this is going to be me and Lee talking about um the Yorkshire Ripper so let me just find the, the tab here with the sound um here we go so there's myself and Lee if you're watching on the screen here I'm live streaming this to Facebook and the tube of you because it just downs it brings my workload down because I have to spend hours uploading it otherwise so I just put it straight on there I don't really advertise that these shows are going out so if people join they join but it's the way I'm going to do things from now on because it just I haven't got time for all the stuff I have to do all the drivel let's have a little bit of a clip here myself and uh, Conspiracy Lee uh, deep diving into the Yorkshire Ripper I'll make sure the sound's up so everyone can hear it here here we go the Yorkshire Ripper Peter Sutcliffe did he act alone, though, the, the Yorkshire Ripper, Peter Sutcliffe? Because I can... No, because um, I, I don't want to go sh- like jump ahead into it, but my suspicions were he didn't. Really? Mm. What? You think... I've lost... I'll tell, I'll tell, the reason, I'll tell you the yeah, reason why. Because yeah. if, if, if for a man of his stature, right... Yeah. He, I don't. I just don't think he was built enough to even to drag the people where they was found. Oh, right. I know what you mean. Yeah, he moved yeah. them around a lot, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the documentary? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the old four parter. Yeah, yeah. Every, everyone talks like this, and they talk very posh. Oh yes, we was. <laughs> Walking down the streets of high. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. From the seventies, everyone was posh, weren't they? Yeah. Or you had, so or you had the really strong northerner going down to shop, getting to office. <laughs> when I when I saw, wait a minute, is that Hull? Is it? Where well, might be? Can we put Halifax on Hull of the week? Yes, it was. Hold on a second. I'm just got to type something. I've got my arms length here. No worries. Get get your chin over your mic. I know. <laughs> all of them <laughs> my, my, my chin is about as uh, toned as Tyson Fury's back today <laughs> so, right, uh, so I'm my four been stuffing uh, um, loads of shit down me well that's what I wanted right okay you've so I'm ready to go shit. you've been eating shit yeah I know I run out of food 
<laughs> raided the toilet. <laughs> so why was he born Peter Conan? Yeah. And change You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change my name to Sutcliffe. All right? Yeah. Because that's much more of a, that's a much better name. You so think because he likes the Sutcliffes? I think so. Peter William Sutcliffe. 2nd of June, ni- uh, 1946, to the 13th of November. So that's his birthday soon, would be. Uh, yeah. 2020. He died of the Rona, didn't he? Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Age 72. Yeah. Uh, was that before? Yeah, it's because if, if he'd have had the, the seven jabs, he wouldn't have died of that. No, he would have survived. It wasn't available in uh, in November 2020. <laughs> but he definitely wouldn't have died. There's no one ever yeah. died after them. Um, he was known as Peter Coonan. was an English serial killer. Why do they, like, what does it take to become a serial killer? How many? I don't know. Is, is there a minimum you have to kill? Like, oh, I've killed four, but that don't quite qualify me. Yeah, we'll call you a multi-pull killer then. (laughs) (laughs) Not serial. But then there was loads after that that they think he did, but they can't, they couldn't prove it, right? So let's uh, let's get into this. I was just trying to, they just thought, no, that's a cold case, put it on him. That's a cold case, put it on him. It was always in the Fraser whenever he did it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that's what they did. But joking aside, I think that's what they did. Um, yeah. If anything happened in that area and they didn't solve it, Hamish turned up and just said, Hey, you! <laughs> Sockcliffe did it! I don't know what it, why he was talking in that voice because that ain't Scottish Sorry, at all. I've, t- I've just turned the radiator up. It's fucking freezing. I'm cold, eh? Cold case. Yeah. Yeah, cold case. That's what you're doing. Look at him. Look at Sutcliffe there. He looks like a serial killer, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? In that, in that picture. So uh, he was dubbed, hang on, he, he convicted of murdering 13 women and attempting to murder seven others between 75 and 1980. Uh, he was dubbed in press reports as the Yorkshire Ripper. You know, like the ironic thing was though, I, yeah. I'm not sure about this, but I don't think he was called the Yorkshire Ripper until the fake Yorkshire Ripper started sending letters to the place. Yeah, no, yeah. Claiming to be called Jack. Wearside Jack. Yeah, that's right. We'll get on to him in a bit. On the night of the 15th of August, Sutcliffe attacked 46-year-old Olive Smelt. That's her name, Smelt. (laughs) Olive Smelt, (laughs) Olive Oil. Trevor and Olive. (laughs) Employing the same modus operandi, he briefly engaged Smelt with with commonplace pleasantry. (laughs) Hmm, you smelt nice, Olive. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Pleasantry about the weather before striking hammer blows uh, to her skull from behind. Coward. Did he, did he do this? Oh, it's such a lovely day because they were talking yeah. posh back in there. Oh, yeah, it's such a lovely day, then smack straight up. I think so. Again, uh, he was interpreted and left his victim. He was interrupted, not interpreted. There wasn't there wasn't someone standing there doing um <laughs> interpreted. There wasn't someone standing there translating for him while he was killing you. He said, Fuck you, bitch. Uh, interrupted. Smell later later told Detective Superintendent Dick Holland. Dick Holland! You just made the list! That her attacker had a Yorkshire accent. See, Dick Holland, you deserve to be on the list. She said Yorkshire accent. Yet as it went on. 
yeah. you still was convinced Geordie accent was, she said Yorkshire. A victim yeah. said Yorkshire. Why did you think it was Geordie? In fact, this information was ignored, and as was the fact that neither she or Rodowski, or whatever the first bird, were in towns with a red light area. What does that matter? Sutcliffe targeted a 14-year-old next, Tracy Brown, uh, yeah. attacking her from behind, hitting her on the head five times while she was walking along a country lane. He ran off. Uh, when he saw the lights of a passing car, leaving his victim requiring brain surgery. Yeah. Jimmy Savile. Yeah. May have been involved in one or more of the Yorkshire Rippers murders. Now, it says here, uh, see that picture there? Have you seen that yeah. before? So there's no. Savile and the Yorkshire Ripper. You know who else yeah. is cut out of that picture? No. The Bruno of Frank. Really? Frank Bruno's there. So but, the, that guy is the Yorkshire Ripper? That guy is the Yorkshire Ripper in prison that is the Savile of Jimmy that's visiting yeah. his mate right and Bruno why was over it would, why Bruno's claiming it was he was tricked into uh, he didn't realise it was the Yorkshire Ripper I don't know what, where he thought he was doing in Broadmoor to be fair but there it is yeah sick yeah. Jimmy Savile may have been an accomplice to serial killer Peter Sutcliffe according to experts Savile who struck up an oddly friendly relationship with Sutcliffe when he was in Broadmoor top security hospital was a suspect in one of the Ripper's most notorious murders there you go so that was a little bit of a teaser then for this Sunday's Patreon special it's about an hour and a half I mentioned before thanks uh, hello Adam thanks for everyone joining at the moment a few people jumping in here uh, hello to Lucy, Adam, Charlie, uh, Michelle, Lisa. Um, I think that was all at the moment. There's only people that have wrote in it anyway. I can't see who anyone else is if you don't say hello in the comments there. Um, so, yeah, we, we get into quite depth there about uh, all of the stuff that Sutcliffe actually did. Didn't actually realise Sutcliffe took him about 50 million attempts to actually kill the first person like he wasn't particularly successful serial killer till he learned and then he started going a bit over the top to make sure he got the job done you'll hear all that on now uh obviously this show will not be going out normally it is the patreon special for november so patreon.com slash whatcast on there I've got another little uh, story here. Because as I said, I'm not going to hang around too long today. I've got to get this um, off of here and I'm going to put something else up. Could everyone hear that all right? People watching here in the chat, could you? hopefully you could just hear that. I'm going to put uh, um, Gary will be on the screen in a bit. Well, actually, Gary won't be on the screen, but you'll be able to hear him hopefully. Just let me know if you can. Not just yet, though. Uh, the window here. This is, this is a ridiculous story. Look at this story. Plain forced to return to airport right after horse escapes on board this is this is this, this is the news these days there's wars going on all over the world uh all this stuff is happening and uh this has made the news all right shut up horse a pilot says the horse managed to escape its stall on the Boeing 747 in an audio recording of his exchange with air traffic control. So this bloke's panicking. There's horse knocking around the, the, the fucking plane. I wonder if there's people actually on the plane going on holiday and suddenly fucking the horse goes running past. Shergar appears and starts fucking running up and down on the, uh, on, in the plane. Let's read on and see what this is about, right? 
Uh, there's the plane. That's probably not the actual plane. Someone took a picture of a plane, said there, because of the horse on that one. But it's not, right? I don't think so. That's my prediction. A, a plane was forced to return to an airport shortly after taking off when a horse got loose. Horse, yes, with no H uh, on board. Half, around half an hour after leaving New York on its way to Belgium, the Boeing 747 cargo plane contacted air traffic control to inform them of the escaped animal. And that's what they said. The horse went on the radio and said that, right? Yes, shut up! Yes, sir, we are a cargo plane. The pilot can be heard saying in an air traffic control recording obtained by live ATC. They managed to obtain this, well done. We have a live animal, a horse, on board the aeroplane, and the horse managed to escape its stall. We don't have a problem flying-wise, but we need to return to New York. Just keep going. Sit him down, give him some dinner. I'll say maybe a drink. One of them really wank, tiny Cokes you get on a plane. Do you want a Coke? You'll have a Coke. How much? Seven grand. There's your Coke. You get about a toothful of Coke on the plane. right? If you're thirsty, don't get a can on the plane. We cannot get the horse back secure. How do they manage to like, you know, when like the Grand National and shit, the horses start freaking out at the beginning. They always get them under control by just covering them uh, around. Why was there horse on a plane, Lucy? I'm telling you why here, right? The audio... Uh, showed it then dumped around 20 tonnes of fuel over the Atlantic to ensure the aircraft was not above the safe w- li- limit for landing. So you have to, with, with planes, they have to, they they can't land on a full tank. Like they have to, they always calculate how far they're going to fly, right? And that they fill the tank up to that much uh, fuel so as they can land safely. And that's how we know one another one, the reasons why we know the Earth ain't flat. Right, because they calculate the based on a globe. Yeah, but do they? Yes, they do. Right. So, and I was, and I do some. Uh, yesterday, I'd done um, flat earthish drivel live on the TikTok. It was quite funny. The pilot can then be heard asking air traffic control to request a vet is present when the flight lands. Why do you need a vet? We have a horse in difficulty. It was just a bit freaked out. You heard him. I played a live recording of the horse. <laughs> That's the horse. Upon landing, a control tower worker asked if the pilot, if they required assistance, didn't ask if the pilot, I just read an extra word in there. On the ground, negative on the ramp, yes, he replied. We have a horse in difficulty. The operator on the 9th of November flight, Air Atlantic, or Ice, Air Atlanta Icelandic, has been contacted for comment. Have we got a comment from him here? No, don't like They contacted them for comment, but they didn't come back to him by looks of things. So uh, we've got... That story here, right? Okay. We got um Gary now. So I'm gonna ask Gary about this. I'm gonna have to unmute myself and I'm gonna have to you have to tell me if you can hear Gary, right? Because I'm gonna uh, have to switch over where the speakers are from here. Gary, right? So we just did a story there. I don't know if you heard me or not. We did a story about a horse on a plane and it escaped. Can you do a poem about that horse, please, Gary? And your name is Gary, so don't tell me it's not. A horse did fly, on a plane, oh my, oh my, through clouds and stars, it took its chance, a hoofed adventurer in a cosmic dance, clip-clopping midst the airplane's hum, with wings of dreams, it had begun, galloping through the great blue sea, a horse on a plane, wild and free, the passengers gawked, wide-eyed surprise, as the equine traveler claimed the skies, 
Hooves tapping on the cabin floor, a tale of aviation folklore, but how it got there, no one knew, a mystery in the sky it threw, escaping the earthly rain so tight, a horse on a plane, a surreal flight, and as the jet touched down to land, the horse, majestic, on the sand, galloped off into the sunset's glow, a wind equine, a tale to show, I hope you enjoyed the whimsy, Matt, if you have any more requests or questions, feel free to let me know. To be fair, uh, Gary, that was a bit of a shit poem, to be honest with you. Um, so thanks a lot. Uh, I've got to pl- I haven't played your name, have I, Gary? I'm trying to like get through this show here, and I'm forgetting to press on these stupid little buttons all the time. Gary. Thanks for that, Gary. Uh, Gary does poems for me now. If you're on the talk of tick and you ever catch any of my lives on there, you'll be able to jump in and listen to Gary doing ridiculous poems about um, what's it called. Uh, wheelbarrow gyms and stuff like this let's get back to another um story of the day or, or, or as we call them what do we call them we call them a bit of a uh what a what of the wake all right let's get to a different one here uh rodney the emu this one's about right so you can uh why have we named him rodney rodney the emu Captured in doorbell cam footage. What? While on the loose in Kent. <laughs> Before police rescue. Sorry a minute, I've just got to do this. Rodney! You just made the list! And the horse on the plane! You just made the list! It's not snakes on the plane, horse on the plane. Rodney the emu caused a stir after escaping in Maidstone and police were eventually called to help him return to his owners. There's Rodney on the uh, dash cam there. Not dash cam. What am I talking about? We're not in a fucking car. The bell camera thing, right? There it is. Rodney the emu was eventually escorted off the property and safely to his home. A pensioner in Maidstone. If you don't know where Maidstone is, what hometown? Lucy. Uh, if you don't know where Maidstone is, um, it's in Kent, right? A pensioner Mason received a shock when a video doorbell notification arrived showing an emu peering into the lens of a front door. Where did this emu come from? I'm going to have to read on to uh, find this out. The pet named Rodney had escaped in the appropriately named town of Luce. Did you just, Lucy, did you just say this is your hometown, right? Because Luce and Luce, I don't know if that's just a coincidence, when he approached the front door and rang the bell. He rang the bell. This emu rang the bell. Gas go down, go boom, boom, my friend. The video shows Rodney walking up the driveway and prodding the door with his beak before kicking a nearby plant pot. Because he's getting fucked off. He's trying to uh, peck the doorbell. Oh, I can't fuck. Ah, fuck off, pot. And he just kicked the pot over with the ump because he couldn't fucking navigate his beak to ring the bell. Then he did and realised it didn't matter anyway. Got escorted back to his fucking house. Bit of a waste of time here for the uh, the aim. It is, it is cognitive dissonance. Later, the three people, hang on, three people can be seen rescuing the animal. Was he in peril then on the doorstep with a bell in front of him? We've got to rescue him from this doorstep. He looks like, this emu looks like he's proper struggling in a garden with no one around him. Better be rescuing him from there uh, by stalking it up the driveway. One of them moves forward and wraps his arms around the emu, steering him to safety. Here he is. It's a picture of the blokey. You can see this, right? Anyone on here? 
Uh, and there's other people. Three people apparently did this. I can see the fuzz down the end of the street. Just they seem to be crashed into the wall here. Then two people at a massively safe distance away. Why are people scared of emus? You know what happened if I saw an emu? If an emu come anywhere near me... Oh, what a close line! That's what would happen to the emu, right? Uh, Rodney the emu was eventually rescued. Maureen Roberts, 81. Good innings, Maureen. You've had a good innings. Surprised you didn't have an attack of the heart. Knocking out with this fucking emu on the doorstep. Was having lunch with her daughter and couldn't believe it when she saw the emu at the door on the camera. Fucking hell. My dog was at home in the front room at the time. I just don't know what he would have thought. Seeing a giant bird like that probably would have shit himself like the fucking fuzz obviously did down the end of the path here. Uh, the place that is, if you're in America. Uh, her neighbour had alerted her to the unexpected visitor, but she dismissed it as a, crank, a, a prank. So someone's rung up and said, oh, uh, there's an emu on your door. So, oh, that's just a, that's a shit prank. Why would you play that prank on anybody? Oh, someone's just having a prank on me. There's not an emu at my door. Look at the fucking camera. I thought she was winding me up and I laughed it off, she added. But it turned out she wasn't joking. Still a bit of a shit story. Kent Police Tactical Operations posted two pictures from the rescue on X, formerly known as Twitter. It will never be X, in my opinion. Everyone has to remind you what X is all the fucking time, right? Because nobody will ever know it as that. So we should just call it the Twitter forever. Uh... And that was the end of the story. Oh, no, it's not. They wrote a slightly different call for vehicles in this afternoon. Uh, One Rodney Emu from Maidstone area safely returned to his owners. That's what they wrote. That's what the police said over the radio, apparently. Bit of jovial police there. Right laugh they are, aren't they? Really funny. Fuck off, fuzz. Right. Uh, Anyway, I think that's all I've got time for today. It was just a little quick show there to play the clip. We're not going out this Sunday. Unless you're on the Patreon. If you're on the Patreon, we are going out this Sunday. We are doing the Jimmy Savile Yorkshire Ripper um, thing that I played a clip from earlier on. Oh, I've got a bit of feedback before we go here. Right, so I just wanted to read that out quickly. I've got to find it first. Hold on a second. Uh, well prepared as usual. Right. So this is from the last show, uh, which was Do We Live in a Satanic World? That went out last Sunday, right? Hello, Cleo. Um, and this is, uh, first of all, from Calicat. Um, honestly, Calicat, let me know who you are because I don't know who you are. Are you in California? Is your name Cat? I don't know who you are. Good one. Right, this is the feedback. Good one. The Mason's religion is the ancient Egyptian one. Hence the obelisks. Uh, Adam, if you're still in here, um, let me know what you think about this, right? Uh the Mason's religion is the ancient Egyptian one, hence the obelisks, if I'm getting that right, they built. And then it says, in brackets, the male penis. What do you mean? Uh, Calicat, I need to ask you, if you are in California, I can understand your confusion, but there's no such thing as a female penis, in my opinion. I know some people say there are these days, but you've put the male penis, like you have to specify male with the word penis. I don't really understand why you felt the need to do that, but let me know. It's uh, sacred for them. That's why they wear aprons to cover it. You know what I wear to cover mine? Jeans, right? I don't need an apron on over the top. Ah, just got a bit of underwear, some jeans on. You know what else I need to cover it? My massive cock up. An apron. No, you don't. You don't need anything else, mate. Don't, don't brag, right? And this is from Rob, yeah? 
great episode. You guys should read up about DMT. Don't know what DMT is, but uh, it would make a good episode, says Rob. DMT is apparently a drug, right? Uh, and uh, lots of people talk about it these days and say that it's like, it's the it's how dying feels. This is what I've heard about DMT. Right? It's how it feels to die. I'm looking over here for some reason. You're here at me, right? Because I'm usually talking to Leah. I don't fucking know what's going on here. Uh, Catherine, Catherine Eliff. Uh, another interesting episode. I really do believe that music industry is run by evil people. Thanks for the episode, lads, and look forward to the next one. Love your work. Cheers, Catherine. Um, so, yeah, thanks. That, thanks for the feedback. There was other feedback on the book face. I generally only read back the feedback that we get spe- sent on uh, Spotify. Um, because it's just easier to go through it on there, and that's where I want the feedback to be, really. So if you reply to the episodes on Spotify um, once you've listened... Violated by gas! Then that would be much better. And if you are replying to the... Um, uh, what was that? The Patreon shows, I don't see it on there, because I, I haven't claimed the show on that one. So... I don't know why you do that. If you are on the Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash whatcast and reply to all the shows on there if you want to give feedback. If you are giving feedback, which I can see people are, but I can't read the feedback. So that's quite annoying, really. Um, Just don't do it. But please still, even though you're on Spotify and you've got Whatcast Patreon on your Spotify, please still go to the Patreon page to give feedback and to keep the page going because I know... It's easy to just click onto Spotify and listen on there. But on the actual on the actual um, page, it's all the videos of the shows and all the audios and all the feedback and all the, the chat between every, everyone that's on there. And also, I'll put the Discord link um, underneath the show today again. Uh, please come and join our Discord. There's only a handful of people in there. It's, Lee's finally joined it. Lee's finally on there. Amelia's on there. Myself, uh, Lee and Amelia are recording another Patreon special this week. That's for December's show. And that is going to be on HH Holmes, uh, the first ever American, American serial killer that could have been Jack the Ripper, apparently. This is what they say. Sounds like cognitive dissonance to me, mate. But uh, I think that's all I wanted to say. If you want to support the show, please continue to do so. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash whatcast or patreon.com slash whatcast. And if you can't, if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to financially support the show, please just go onto Spotify. Give us five stars, please, because there's dickheads from the fucking TikTok that don't like me because they're flat earthers going to mark the show down. It's getting on my nerves. Or write us a review. If you want to do something fantastic, go on to Apple Podcasts and you can write us a review on there and, and a good review, not a shit one. So the last one on there was a dickhead that I'd annoyed and he went on to all much and he likes a dickhead. Well, you're a dickhead. Anyway, thanks uh, everybody for joining me today on this, on the live. If you've jumped in here, cheers everybody um, and see you all later. I'm going to quickly find the tune and play us out here. Yeah, it's on the wrong fucking page. I almost press, I almost press this instead of the, out, uh, the outro. Me. What's up, Josh? That wasn't my outside. Adios, see you later. You have been listening to WhatCast. Follow and contact us on the Twitter, the Book of Face, and the Gram of Insta at WhatCast with a K.